0: Yeah, welcome back. Movie of the week uh, coming up at about uh, 10, 15 minutes, which is Jojo Rabbit. Look forward to that. But, boys, some crucial matches ahead, but a little bit of news. Webby on Nathan Brown. Yeah, the
1: Judiciary Report has just dropped, and Nathan Brown has been slapped with a grade two charge for a high tackle, careless. One match with the early guilty plea, just the one match. Or two if he takes it to the
0: judiciary. That really surprises me.
1: Mm. Getting sent off. Well sent maybe off. Maybe the match review committee considered the send off as part of the punishment. They do oh.
0: that.
2: <sighs> I don't me. know. It just feel, it, does, to me that just okay. like even though I thought it was just ten in the like ten of the bin, it just doesn't feel right, you know? It doesn't.
0: It doesn't. Look at I mean, we said it before, Val Holmes might have had a few priors, but at the end of the day, for me they don't look different.
1: What do you think of the Debellin suspension? Uh I thought I, it was too much. I really did.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. Webby, I, I'm, I'm carrying my, my – th- my, I've just got no type for, uh, time for the hip drop. Tapping. Either do I.
1: Either do yep. I. But I reckon sometimes there's There's just... no consistency. There's but actually I...
2: a picture of uh, Api Korosau's trisaver on Lockie Ilias. It's a genuine hip drop. But mm. because someone doesn't stay down injured, mm. again, it's just a consistency that I have a problem with.
0: Mm. Boys, yeah. it's super sad day. We got uh, In Perth, <laughs> the first game, we've got the bunnies up against the Sharks. Phil Gould uh, doesn't – look, Gus doesn't say anything without a th- thought-out reason of why he said it. The comment that Luttrell hasn't aimed up at the big end of the season, at end-of-season matches, those big games, what's his motivation? I don't... For wanting to get Luttrell and South Sydney going?
1: Well, I'll tell you what I had to do. I actually was confused, so I went to my 100% footy sources, maybe a couple of people on the panel, to work out whether he was talking about – latrell across his career or just in the number one
0: jumper for south because you can't talk in his career it makes no sense no i
1: know part. i know so I, I i was given i think they, they'd been talking earlier about it this is the danger of little snippets on social media because you lose context of the conversation but it was about his performance for south sydney at fullback but he, he, hadn't had, he hasn't even had a chance, really.
2: I mean, he, he carried them into the finals last year. Mm. He was incredible against the Roosters in, in finals footy. Uh, in the prelim, he got absolutely folded by Lyotta at twenty-minute mark. I think he was concussed. Mm. I personally think, look, this is two weeks now. Big call on the Broncos saying they can't win the comp this year. Then the next week, it's or you know, within two weeks, two to three weeks. Now it's the little talk. I personally think Gus he's one of the shrewdest operators in the business. It's just a, taking heat yeah. off. The dogs. Off the
1: dogs, for sure. Yeah. Like, you can see it from a mile away. He, to be honest, Gus has been doing it all year. Mm. He's been shooting from the hip on that show all year yeah. to try and shift focus when you look from the, various issues. Well, you when know? you look
2: at the dogs and their defence, it's actually one of the worst defensive seasons I've ever had. Yeah. And I'm actually of the belief that we should be patient with the dogs. I don't think that yeah. it's panic at all, but mm.
0: it's it's not great. It's not great. No, so. no, it's it's not. What, what do we think, just on that, when we're talking about what, what do you think Cameron Sorraldo is feeling? Because as much as... Cameron Sorraldo knew what he was getting into. And Gus said, mate, this is going to be hard yards. He wouldn't naturally have gone in there thinking, okay, you know, I'm going to try to get this side, you know, eight, eight, you know, the bottom end of the eight. But it's oh, – oh. I think hard. he looks – like we're talking about the Eddie Jones situation, mm. getting the feet on you I, go, oh, my God, this is more <clears throat> dire. I reckon – You know, what do you think about, you know, the Justin Holbrook situation? How look, do you think that sits with Cameron Sorrell?
2: I think – look, I think though knew that it was going to be tough. I think what surprised him the most is that he probably got a bit used to the quality at Penrith all the yeah. way down to the juniors. And anyone can make this mistake. Like, I think he he probably expected to come to Bulldogs. And he may not necessarily have the same talent, but maybe would have got a reaction out of the young group yep. a bit more. And I think that he is, he's going to obviously learn the tough lesson of like, we are seeing a Penrith Panthers system that's one of the best we've ever seen in the heartland of rugby league, the heart of rugby league. And so he's just – I think he's struggling to adjust. And he will adjust. It's its yep. all about learning. I think that's probably been the biggest shock for him.
0: Yeah. Uh, there was some reports that have come out saying that there's some senior players who are going to let go who are uh, struggling with the training methods. Keep up. So I – it's interesting. It's, it's a long, I, I think, it's a long I th- rebuild. I think he's getting a little bit – by reading through that, I'm thinking he gets, he's, start, he's getting a little bit of pushback from people. And the bottom line is, if you're getting pushback, and you want to do it your way, you've got to get rid was, of it.
2: You know, like with mm. all due respect to the players, and look, I, I get it. I've been a player and not agreed with coaching, but...
0: They've been struggling for years That's now. That's right. Come on. like You can get used to mediocrity. Yeah, and
2: you? it's like, okay, maybe it's different. Maybe it's bizarre. But mm. and if uh, look, if you'd been going really well the last few years,
0: then you have every right to go, look, this has been working. But it hasn't been working, so I, buy in. Okay, well, let's talk what we just said about Latrell there, Gus's comments about Latrell. Jason Demetrio's comments, coming out, backing, luckily list, which is, I think is great. But the comment where it said his temperament showed – Showed that we believe he's going to be the best halfback of this club for a long has had for a long time. Now, for me, that just puts pressure on because it brings the Adam Reynolds situation back into the conversation.
2: Yeah. Mm. Oh well, mate. I um look, I love that he's backed him. Yeah. I think he might have just got caught up in the emotion of backing his seven a little bit, and and you love that as a coach that you're backing a young fella. Ilias has been a little bit quiet this year. I don't think he really thought of the ramifications when he was saying it that like. You know, you're talking about Adam Reynolds, who's gone up to the Broncos and completely turned that joint around. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, you have to deal with that question that you put to bed 12 months ago. It rears its ugly head again. I, th- I think it was just more he got lost in the passion defending his yeah, seven.
1: Right. Okay, I, I, I like Souths. I reckon. I reckon they'll be. I reckon they can make a real run. I, I, I and I think, reckon they. I reckon they. I don't think. I don't know if they'll make the four, but I think they'll be in the final four I, I when t- the when the whips get cracking.
0: I did <laughs> the. Uh, I did the bit of a crunch the other day. I, I think they. I, I think they can win. And I think they will win the rest of their games. Mm. But this is, yeah, you know, Webby. This is a really big game over there. And I'm looking mm. at them going. Yeah, South will naturally get this, but Sharks will be desperate. Sharks. Mate, Sharks are looking as though they are going to be the side that just slips out of the eight. The Nico, Nico Hines situation, if I was Craig Fitzgibbon, I think it's an opportunity to revitalise Nico and give him two or three weeks at fullback. With, really? With Will Candy being out. I'd see it, mate, I've seen it before. Greg, uh, Phil Gould used to do it in the early 90s with Brandy. He would see, because playing in the halves, it is so mentally fatiguing trying to steer the side around the park all the time, particularly wearing that seven like Nico has. He's been doing it for, you know, just about two seasons now. Mm. I just think, I think it'd be a mental break. I think it'd revitalize his running game. and just take that little, little bit of pressure off for a few weeks.
2: Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah. I just,
2: you're a better, you're a better judge of me too. The only thing I, I guess I'm concerned about is that, you know, the people coming to replace him, to be able to deal with a dominant halfback extremely quickly because yeah. then the whole game plan changes because you're not dealing with a Kennedy who was out in the edges constantly. Yep. You're dealing with a guy that wants the ball all the time. Yep. And I don't know if they've got enough time yeah. to adjust to I, that
0: maybe. I just think they've got to try something. They've got to have it at the moment. They need like a break breaker. Yeah, yeah I mean, you look at McGuinness last week. So I, I, I look at that game and I think to myself, mate, if it was a work site, McGuinness has done double time and a half while other blokes have disappeared at smoker. Oh, it's you know the what I mean? But, you know? but he oh, no. but, but, you know what I mean? Like oh, the, the work that he did to make over eighty tackles <laughs> and you're looking uh, I just Incredibly look at some of the massive effort that <laughs> some of the other guys have put in and the disparity. What mm. about his poor head at the end of it? Oh man.
2: Like Well before it wasn't great,
0: but No, nah, that's right. True. Um <laughs> uh, what what do we What, what an effort we, though. What like, we, seriously. What do we think? I mean I, I think South I think will win South. It.
1: Yeah. But it's, I think it's a bit tighter a than the market game. suggests. Like, Cronulla's 460.
2: Well, I, look, I think that the Rabbitohs found out last week that it's not as simple just to switch things on when you want to. you got to build into really good form. Yep. And they, even though I'm backing Rabbitohs to win, I think they need to, I guess, talk internally of guys. This is going to take a few games. Let's not rock up and think we're going to put 40 on.
0: And, and you know, but what you just said there, like a lot of times the Rabbitohs, and I've said this, the Rabbitohs that worry that worry me, the Rabbitohs that just trust their talent too much. Yeah. And I think we see that during games. Mm. They'll blow opportunities early and start slow because I think, oh, mate, we can run this side down. We've got enough points yeah. in us. And the other thing is that I believe that they're a team that can win from eighth. Mm. And yeah, maybe that's definitely. part of the problem because I think yeah. maybe they believe it as well. And as
1: you said last week, they're, they're one of the few teams that can rattle Penrith. And, well, that's imagine
2: right. that Rabbitoh squad mm, with the like pressure... Them. Of not having as much talent as they have, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what, like for example, you look at the Melbourne Storm sides, and I know they had the goats through the middle, but they always had that added pressure of like we got battlers out here as well. Like yes. we don't, we can't just go boom, kick out on the edge and that's score right.
0: a try. Yeah, that's right. When Rabbitohs win by fifty, we don't go away saying, "Geez, that was a uh, surprise." People assume yeah. they they see that in them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penrith versus Storm, big out. Um, Jerome Hughes and, and, and Xavier Coates. But, look, the area, and you very rarely say this about Melbourne because we just said it about you know Melbourne just being so tough through the middle, but I don't know if Melbourne can compete with, with the likes of Leota and uh, James Fisher-Harris. Outside of outside of Nelson, I just think at the moment that the Storm just lack a little bit of speed and thrust through the middle.
2: Yeah, I, look, I don't think it's for lack of toughness at the Storm. I, th- I don't think you're ever going to find a Storm team that's not tough. But I do believe their forward pack is either some are two they're, they're rookies, so they're you know building into the game. Their roster just in the middle at least just doesn't have the same edge as a Broncos Penrith, and and uh, the hard thing for the the Storm as well is is like they're not as confident in their grit as they were a few years ago. Yeah. And nah. th- whereas back in the day. The Storm could rock up and play absolutely disgraceful, but they just go, but we know we're the grittiest
0: side in the comments. That's right. Yeah. yeah, what you're seeing at the moment is they're having some, they have some heavy losses out of nowhere, which yeah. you go, how do they, and then having huge wins. Yeah. It just shows you how the side, I, I think sometimes an attitude, how it can change. So, mm-hmm. And that was never what the Storm were like. Yeah. It was either we win big or we lose narrowly. And I think,
2: you know, to be fair, they have been – unfairly compared to one of the greatest sides we've ever seen with, you know, Smithy, Slater, Cronk. Yeah, yeah. And, and Munster, Hughes, Grant, they're just not that same kind of player. They, you know, they aren't similar to Smith, Slater, and Cronk. I mean, they're similar in regards to they're the best in the te- in the comp, yeah. but in, re- in regards to, I guess, leadership, is, they're probably a f- couple years off yeah. getting that kind of mental maturity of bringing the boys through those
0: kind of games. I'll tell you what, Penrith, I think Penrith are playing better now Than at this point in their previous two title-winning seasons.
1: I spoke to Matt Cameron, who's like their head of football out there, and they compare they 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 compare their squad to a to Lego. You actually used your line better than Lego in the in the column I wrote (laughs) on Tuesday. Sue. Yeah. I, I didn't. I what? I, I, I didn't even. I didn't even. I didn't even. I didn't even attribute it to you either. I was Dennis, Dennis Tenuto, Den- Latigious, <laughs> Johns is Latigious. And you know what he said? He said, "We like our squad. It was like it's like a, like if a player gets injured, then another bit of Lego just clicks in place, mate." And it was same with Cogger when Nathan was injured, when they lost Corrissau, Kenny, when uh, they lost yes. um, when Kikow went. You know, they finally found. Settled on Sorensen, you know that's that, a clever.
0: That's thing. that's clever. When you understand how you play, when you understand when you go into a season and you know the principles how you play, that allows when a, a player is missing to say, right, oh, we need you to go in here. Mm. We're going to adjust that, and that's what, how they got it mm. done. And but when you see with Nathan back in the side now, how much. Not having Nathan, how much have made other players step up? Better, like yeah. Mitch, I've got a huge rap on Mitch Kenny. Absolutely. He, he is. There's a lot of Gilmeister and Dallas Johnson about him. Mm. Yeah,
1: that's right. Well, that's what, you know, well, he, he can play in the middle. He can play yeah. dummy half. He's um he's obviously a different player to, to Corusau, Um, But, you know, people forget, you know, everyone talks about, you know, successful teams and whether they are a bit rubbery with the cap and stuff like that. They've lost two big-name players for the last three years. Mm. And then you've got all the contract talk around Luai and all this type of stuff. Now, normally that would destabilize the team. They don't give a shit. Mm. You know, they just keep powering on. I
2: I just think that there's nothing scarier than a team that's working hard and getting results because that's the most enjoyable environment to be in. Mm. And they're just in a Goldilocks zone. And it might sound obvious that like, oh, well, of course, working hard, getting results. But... I go back to the Rabbitohs because 2014 they won the comp and everyone knows the notoriously Michael Maguire, incredibly hard training coach. Mm. And so we saw that spiral out of control because they were working really hard and not getting results. And so all of a sudden it's extremely frustrating. Whereas Penrith, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy because know. they just get more confident, more confident, better at footy.
0: Mm. A positive for Melbourne Storm. Benny Ryan Pappenhausen returns. He is back. Sunny uh, Coast, Coast Falcons. Falcons. Yep, yeah, he's playing. He's playing this weekend, and SEN will be doing a special commentary on that game. Sunny Coast game. Sunny Coast that, game for the, his return. I
1: yeah. know sports doctors, very highly regarded sports doctors, who saw that scan, you know, the, of, the, yeah. of the shattered patella, and said that kid will not play football again. You know, it just well, sort of was way yeah. too serious for him to make a comeback. So for him to be playing football again, is, I don't Incredible. think we should underestimate how I, big that is.
0: I think at the start of this year, I think he was probably having a few doubts himself. Mm. He came on the show one yes. night and he was, uh, he's not a sort of kid to be downcast. He's sort of a little left of centre, but you could see there were some, some concerns. Uh, uh, what a boost for Melbourne. If he can come back and quickly get back somewhere toward his best football, that might be exactly mate, the thrust yeah. they need through the middle. Yeah, right. But also, uh,
2: even from a cultural perspective, to lift that team to a, to do something special, because like Ryan Pappenhausen, it's not getting. I mean, I know it will, and I know a lot of people appreciate it. But I remember I saw him at the Dally M's last year, and you know when you meet someone, mate. Hey, yeah, mate. How are you going? Yeah, good. And then you ask the question, about, How are you going? And you see their face change, yeah. and you saw his face change. He was dealing because you've got to remember before his injury, we're talking about a guy that people were saying might replace Tedesco on if that's for the blues. Yes. And so I think it's an incredible. Well, they were
0: saying how do we fit Tedesco and, and, and House on right. the yep. same side? I've yeah.
1: seen a few faces change at the Daly M's over
0: the years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, I've, and so seen goes of, on. I've seen a few of the Logies too. And, a, and, a, and another By the name. Way. How good was Darrell at the Logies? Oh, and <laughs> another name it. in the um in that Game as well is Justin Olam is running out for the Falcons. Oh. so I think who, he's up there just to get a bit of confidence. I don't know who they're playing confidence. against, but that yeah. whoever the centre is from the opposition <laughs> yeah. kind of go. he's oh, sh- going to be in a bad mood. We're going to uh, take a break. We've got movie of the week next.